Oh, shit. It's oh, happening. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. There. I pushed it. Oh, my God. Okay. You were okay. the ballsy one. I'm turning the computer. See? So nervous. I am, that too. I okay. I am, too. <sighs> now I just have that stupid apple symbol staring at me, but that's okay. Yeah. Okay. So I just turn off my light. <laughs> You're in the dark. Wait, now I'm turning it back on. Okay. <laughs> I'm now, now I have to try it in the dark. No, that's too ominous. I can't handle that. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's why I went there too. I was like, nope. Yeah, no, not moody. I'm not that moody right now. Yeah. So. Okay, so right before we press the scary button, we were like, yeah. "What do we? What do we talk about?" Yeah. And. <laughs> And so we were like, actually, we, we were texted. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't remember who started it. Probably, I don't remember who started it. But we were talking about things after birth and mm-hmm. the things that nobody talks about, like the shitty things. <laughs> yeah. What I know. Been, yeah. We were using a pun. Yes, exactly. Yeah, this has been a recent experience for me. Um. What, what's been surprising to me is people tell you like, oh, it's going to be so magical when it happens and you're going to have this instant connection. And I'm like, for me, I did not. I don't know about you. Yeah. Uh, it's growing as she's connecting and engaging and like smiling. But everyone's like, I had, you know, I had a stepdaughter before and they're like, it's going to be so different this time around. And I'm like, just waiting for it to be different. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. It's not different so far. Like I, Anna was, you know, six when I was her stepmom or started. So like you're connecting with another human on a different level. And this is just little baby that sleeps and poops and pukes. So yeah. Yeah. I think it's actually really ballsy to say that out loud too, because at least for me, like I had those feelings, but I didn't understand them. And also I was really young too, but mm-hmm. honestly, I think, it's like that first time around everything is so foreign and then mm-hmm. to even have the inkling that like maybe you're still working on the bond and you like hear about all these you like you watch you read the books and you watch tvs and it's like glowy and like soft focus and there's this like immediate and you're like what's wrong with me if i don't if i'm not feeling like that yeah like am i a bad mom you feel like a bad mom definitely yeah because i always hear that the guys take longer to connect you know? Yeah. And I'm like, well, it's going to be different for me. Like, I've been carrying her for nine months. I gave birth to her. I mean, granted, I didn't, I'm not breastfeeding, so I thought maybe that's the missing connection. But, mm. yeah, it's just, it's been really fascinating. Because I know other women are like, you just have this magical connection and you know what to do. And I'm like, I still don't know what to fucking do. I mean, I kind of get a routine, but then she changes and... I don't know. I think people are liars. <laughs> I just think they lie about this whole thing. I don't know why. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they are. No, I think they Maybe all they fucking are. lied. It's like this Maybe conspiracy. They did. Because no one would have kids if they knew how hard it was going to be at the beginning. <laughs> I mean, it's still, you know, it's, she's cute and you can tell like, oh yeah, you can start to see yourself in her, but it's not how they said it would be at all. Yeah. Sorry. So what is it like for you? Like right now? Or like a month ago? I don't know. A month ago. Sorry, I had to let Royal in. He was my dog. He was whining. He's my fur baby. Um, How was it? Um, Honestly, 
it was really, really rough for a while. Like, I was... They say, like, the baby blues only last so long. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I had the baby blues or, like, postpartum depression. Mm -hmm. I just was crying all the time. And Mm. my personality is super type A. And Josiah is the one who's, like... He's so calm and he just can handle situations. And it's like he knew how to take care of her better than me, which made me feel like a really shitty mom. You're like, oh, "Oh, yeah, I gave birth to this child and Josiah's killing it in the newborn game. And Mm. I'm just still figuring it out. Um, But what drove me crazy is people would just tell me like, oh, you just really need to enjoy this time. And when you're that depressed and like that, as I call it, hormotional, you know, <laughs> emotional and hormones just jacked up together. Mm-hmm. It's like, basically, when people say that, it's like, you're telling me, I feel like I'm drowning. And you're telling me to enjoy the drowning. Like, yeah, that every time they'd say that, I'm like, no, I don't think you understand where I'm mentally and emotionally at. Like, mm. I don't have enough perspective, maybe because they do. But that's how it felt for a while. Mm-hmm. And all I wanted to do was go back to work. Mm, but yeah. then I realized like that's just me running away because I'm like fearful because I don't know how to handle this and I know mm. how to handle work like that's a role that I understand and I know how mm. to perform well at and this <laughs> I just don't know how to do basically so that's yeah yeah that was like the first month I would say yeah that's really that's super relatable and i mentioned being young earlier because i was um 20 when Mm -hmm. my daughter was born and that was hard but honestly i feel like at any stage in your life for your first one because it's such a strange thing Mm -hmm. what you're describing is pretty it's like i would think it's super relatable i just Mm -hmm. don't hear people say it I don't I don't know how to lie about it. It's like someone asked me, like, oh, is this, you know, the best time of your life? And I was like, no. <laughs> is it supposed to be? <laughs> I love how honest you are about it. I'm just like, uh, no, it kind of sucks. I mean, it kind of sucks to hairy, saggy balls, you know? Like, yeah. you're not sleeping. You're just like the roller coaster of uh, emotions and I don't know everything in your life is different I just don't understand why this would be like obviously it's amazing meeting your kid but it's you're going to walk alongside them in their journey to become a fully formed human so for me I feel like it's going to be an amazing experience as she starts to grow and I get to see who she is as a person you know and what she's interested in and guide her through whatever you know god has for her but right now it's like someone told me it's just survival the first three months which i think is accurate yes yeah yeah you have this fleshy fleshy blob that like (laughs) needs input and has output (laughs) a lot of output (laughs) a lot a lot of up the back output recently (laughs) oh shit (laughs) which why anyways but so how was it for you like those first few months yeah, uh, like I'm, I'm remembering the things that I went through as you're kind of describing your experience, and I remember having the same feelings too. And I, mm-hmm. like, I thought there was, at the, I'm like, well, because I just didn't know any better. I just assumed that I was like, there's something wrong with me, you know. Mm-hmm. And no, because nobody talks about it too. So, yeah, I was like, I. But for me, I wasn't. Um, I was 
well, maybe that's not this way for you, but I was home alone, like for most of the day, just taking care of her. So I was feeling like, I was feeling kind of chained to whatever mm-hmm. s- sitting apparatus was around me because I was because I was breastfeeding. So I felt like all I did I was just a bit, one big milk sack feeding <laughs> feeding my fleshy blob. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So yeah. like when you're when you're big, and it's so weird. Like you're talking about going from like work to being home. So you go from this like functional productive mm-hmm. care like pe- like reliable like independent human to the milk sack and <laughs> you're like oh my my like big event today is figuring out how to take a shower that's like yep that's like that's life-changing <laughs> it, and then, it is and nobody really tells you how to deal with that it's like house arrest but mm-hmm. like yeah yeah and yeah like the I mean there were moments that were wonderful and like and but I mm-hmm. felt the same way like I'm just I'm and she was a adorable she's the cutest thing ever but I'm looking at her and like I'm feeling like I should feel more of those feels and I mm-hmm. I had the feels but I was expecting to have this like I don't know like the sunshine bursting out of my chest and the like birds flying around and and that wasn't happening so I've, I was like I was doing something wrong maybe or mm-hmm. maybe I maybe I wasn't a good mom maybe I was supposed to be a mom like you have all those like weird thoughts in your head it's a mind it's a mind fuck. Definitely. And other moms do not help this. No. <laughs> I don't know where this comes from. Like maybe I'm just not built the way other people are built. I mean, I just I'm not meant to be a stay-at-home mom. You know, I just mm-hmm. went back to work for the first time yesterday. Yeah. To be back in the office like <coughs> excuse me, like three mornings a week. But I just don't know how people do it. And I don't, why, why? Okay, are they lying? Or what is happening? Mm. Where do they have this magical connection that we just did not have? That's a good question. <coughs> Sorry. That's okay. So, I'm coughing too. You have, you have friends who are having babies right now. Yeah. Do you hear anything about that from them? And then, and then you can tell me if I'm putting people on the spot by saying that too. No, um... <laughs> That's a good question. People don't really talk about it. People mm-hmm. told me that I'll intuitively know what she needs and how to take care of her. Well, they said that? Which I don't... I, that did not happen. <laughs> which, <laughs> which I wonder, like, what part of breastfeeding, like, might play into... I don't know. Hmm. Some people have, like, a special connection that I don't because I we're using formula. But mm-hmm. I have never known... <laughs> I'm just like, well, trial and error, just, you know, see what she needs. Um, No, people have not really told me much about that. But when I have tried to, you know, confide in people, when I really was probably suffering from postpartum depression, it's just, if they haven't experienced it, I don't think they understand. Because obviously it's... it's very confusing. You carry this child in your body Mm -hmm. for nine months and you cannot wait to meet them. And then to be Mm -hmm. so confused emotionally once they're here is a total mind fuck, total Mm -hmm. mind fuck. So yeah. Yeah. Which the birth experience is crazy. And I want to hear about your birth experience. Cause you were, Mm. you were there at the tail end of mine. (laughs) (laughs) You were there in the hospital, like, 
in yeah one in the yeah morning. that was awesome yeah <laughs> it was um like so my birthday my birthday experience was basic because mm-hmm. <laughs> i was we were in the military and um we didn't have any family around so um yeah so i remember like well i guess i guess i won't go into like the gory like the extensive I'll, I'll give you the cliff notes version but okay but do you um, you don't have to ignore the gore you can tell me the gore <laughs> it'll make cool, me feel but, better <laughs> cool let me i'll get into it then. yeah <laughs> um yeah so i think i was having i thought i was just having like back cramps mm-hmm. and um my daughter's dad left for work um and then about like <laughs> probably about like ten thirty in the morning um I had this like <laughs> this is one of the to me this is like one of the grossest things my body has ever done. <laughs> well, I and mean, then this is not new, but like I think I don't remember if I was in the bathroom. Oh yeah, I was in the bathroom and it was I thought I like I'm sitting on the toilet, I'm looking down at my probably way too big underwear and it's like and it looked I thought I had started my period and then I realized but it was, you know, thick and weird (laughs) and then (laughs) i was like not normal and i had that yeah and even though i had read all of the books Mm -hmm. um i still was like oh shit like what's happening to me right now um and i called her dad and i was just because i had to tell somebody i was like because i Mm -hmm. the the thing that flashed across my mind too was like maybe i'm miscarrying or like there's something wrong yeah and then i was like oh wait i think that's my mucus plug and and it was and it kept coming out for a while probably like the next hour or so um, and then, so he rushed home because we were thinking like, oh, when that comes, when you see that, like you have to go to the hospital. Mm-hmm. Um, and then nothing happened. I was just having like some contractions. So he went back to work and then he came back home. But all day I was getting kind of just more and more contractions. And it was mostly, actually I was by myself in this apartment, um, just walking around, going through it kind of by myself. Yeah. And then... Um, he came home. Uh, I hadn't been able to eat anything all day, and the contractions were starting to get a little closer. So, I should clarify. I, I might have that wrong that I was alone all day. Um, I remember a lot of hours, but it yeah. might not have been all day. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Contractions distort the time space continuum, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's so true. Yeah. It's so true. Like yeah. it either like jumps fast or mm-hmm. it's like crawls slow, but there's no like normal to it. No, it's like totally different. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I do remember he came home. Uh, they were more frequent at that point, and uh, I hadn't been able to eat anything all day. So I'm like, oh, this is this is probably happening. I should probably eat something. So I grab a green apple and take a few bites, and we. And then I immediately, like, within half an hour, probably threw it up in the bathroom because my body was just, didn't want yeah. anything. No mm-hmm. food. Um, so, yeah, then we then we walked across this long, hard, hot, dark par- parking lot to their car and went to the hospital. But after that, I feel like it was kind of easy, as mm-hmm. comparatively speaking, to most births. Like, I got there military hospital um got us in and stuck me in a room and hooked me up with some you know wires and stuff um oh well i guess this isn't so he hooked me up with some wires and then i just kind of labored for about um 
two, three to four hours. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I would say probably, so I went into this thinking, I went to the Lamaze class and I went into this thinking that I wanted to do it without pain pills. Mm-hmm. And about, and then I'm like, but you know, if I change my mind, I'll let them know. And I was like, and I got through a lot of the pain and then about halfway through I was, I had decided that I did want the pain pills because those contractions fucking suck. Yeah, <laughs> I was getting scared. <laughs> yeah, and um, I was, and you have that. I'm sure you remember like that feeling of like this. Your body is operating. You're just it's on autopilot, and you're mm-hmm. just a passenger in the seat, like yeah. not in the driver's seat. Mm-hmm. It's a strange feeling, and. Um, so I, I said that I wanted an epidural, and they were like, "Actually, it's too far <gasps> Sorry, are you are you effing kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Like they didn't, they didn't like at a certain point. Okay, if you want this, this is like the point of no return. They didn't do that at all. They didn't give no, me the option. They didn't. And I even went in there with like, oh I'm pretty god. sure I wrote down at the time because I went to this Lamaze class. I'm mm-hmm. pretty sure I wrote down a birth plan. Oh my god. Here's what I want to happen, you know. Yeah. Like on my ideal day. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Birthing plan on the most wondrous day. Yes. And <laughs> when I want to kill someone because I'm in so much pain. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. So yeah, I don't know if it's because it was a super basic military hospital, but um, nobody was monitoring that birth plan. And mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, when I spoke up and I was like, so, hey, about that epidural and they said no. And I was like, shit. Um, so then, then I just kind of switched hats cause I had to, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I went from like a passenger to like trying to be a pushing through it for whatever reason I had to, mm-hmm. cause it got intense. I mean, you know, like, yeah, it, you feel like you're getting squeezed and. And then at some point, um, I took a shit on the table. Good for you. nobody told me about that one. No one that told one. you about that? Oh, I was going to no. go for the shit. I told Joseph. <laughs> I, told my, I told my husband. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do a two for one. You know what I mean? I'm going to be backed <laughs> up. And I'm just going to clear the system as I birth this child. No one told me if I did. But man, I hope I did. Because I was in labor for a long time, you know? Gotta, it's a good way to start things fresh. Good I hope for, you did, too. Good for you. I should ask him if that happened. <laughs> he never you said should. anything, so I'm guessing maybe huh. not. But To this day, you don't know if you shit the bed? No, I don't know. I was kind of <laughs> delirious and delusional by the end. But yeah. good for you. You cleared your system. Mm-hmm. You took a giant shit. Yeah, <laughs> my attitude has completely changed on shitting the bed during labor. Oh, but yeah, when you're yeah at at nineteen, I was horrified. Well, if <laughs> no one told you, you were like, oh I, my god. <laughs> yeah, I like somebody was just. I I remember somebody like a nurse comes through, and so I'm like sitting on the bed, knees up. There's probably like there's her dad's to my left, I think, next to me somewhere, and there's probably you know two three four people in the room and at one point one of the nurses like comes up with like those little blue plastic fabric wipey things Mm -hmm. and and is wiping somewhere on the table between my legs and she's like it's okay and I was like what (laughs) (laughs) it's okay and I was like what so I look over at her dad and he's like it's okay you just took a little shit (laughs) 
because I wasn't upset about it until no. I found out about it. Because oh. like, I'm sure everybody was smelling the shit, but oh. I was too busy having contractions to notice. Yeah, you were in wartime. The shit did yeah. not matter. But, right. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah, no epidural at that point. I was like, oh all, my gosh, like on the battlefield and yeah, um, yeah. So uh, yeah, for a long time after, I'm like. Dude, I shit the bed in front of all those people, like, and you know, because yeah. I'm like 19 and I'm all embarrassed and too new. But now I feel like I love your attitude about it. If I could go back and do it again, you should have taken yeah. a giant shit. You should have really gone for it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, like fist in the air, shit. Like double fist pump. I'm here. Yeah. I am woman. Yeah. Here's Push the biggest shit thing. of my life. <laughs> If I'm going through it, all of you are yeah. too. No, seriously. I mean, you're paying a lot for those medical bills. Make them work hard yes. for it. Yes. Yes. No, I really <sighs> should ask. I should ask my husband if I did. I don't. <laughs> oh, there's a lot going on. Oh, man. It's funny, like a side note to the shit. Yeah. When I, when I went back with my second kid, I was like, I still hadn't, like, I still was, I was not embarrassed about the shit at this point, but I was still hoping to avoid it. Yeah. So I went into it and I remember, like, beforehand asking, like, when we get, they're hooking me up to things, like, they're admitting me and they're hooking me up to things. And I don't, I was like, I think I pulled somebody, or we were like talking, we actually talked about expectations at that point. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I kind of like lifted my hand and I was like, hey, is there any way we can get around me taking a shit? <laughs> and, and the nurse just looks at me, she shakes her. She's like, no, it's, no. you can't. It's okay. It's yeah. cool. It's whatever. If it happens, but, it happens. Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going, to, I was going to see if there was a way, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah, I, we shit the bed. Mm-hmm. Um, she came out and through a lot of pushing probably about four hours later and um but she came out with they had a vacuum her head out (gasps) yep and uh one elbow was like bat winged up to the (gasps) side so she like gouged me with her elbow on the way out and yeah so i had to when they were cleaning her up um there was i had a long session of stitches afterwards there was probably and I could, the anesthesia kept wearing off, mm-hmm. um, oh which my God. really sucked. Oh, my <laughs> God. Yeah. This is turning into a horror story. It is. Like, I, I still remember, like, I still remember feeling the stitches on the inside <gasps> of me a little bit. And that was really awful. Um, I was still, like, because I hadn't had an epidural. So, like, they had to kind of locally anesthetize. hmm along the way and oh i think it took it pro- took at least 30 minutes but probably closer to an hour i think um wait to so sti- yeah to stitch you up that, yeah because they had to stitch me along the inside <gasps> first and then she tore me vertically oh. like out on the out like oh not like a if, like if it's like a one to five i yeah. think i got i think i tore like a two and a half to a three so <gasps> i wish you could see my face right now i am feel so bad for your <laughs> vagina <laughs> thank you yeah I've got a lot of empathy for that place for you. Oh, thanks. I mean, girl's been through a lot. Yeah, she's been through a lot. Yeah. So <laughs> the recovery on that one was rough. I and again, like looking back on it, the recovery fucking sucked. But I just thought oh. this is how all of the recoveries are because oh. I had nothing to compare it to. But mm-hmm. like after I had Gate or my son, yeah, 
Um, and hearing other people's stories, I realized that it was like, look, I'm like, it's not as it's not the worst one, but it's mm-hmm. not the easiest either. So yeah, oh yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I've heard. We use. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, you should tell what yours was like now that you've had some time to reflect because I'm sure you probably thought about it and it's still fairly fresh like do you have amnesia already um uh, no (laughs) people are like you you could have a second one I'm like ask me in two years three years four (laughs) years maybe um yeah yeah no too soon to say um yeah what did I I I did a lot of research I really prided myself on research about pregnancy and mm. birth. And I was like, you know what? No matter what yep. happens, I'm going to be prepped. I'm going to be men- mentally prepared. I did a lot. <laughs> Do you know who David Goggins is? No. Okay. He he was in the Marines. But this guy is like fucking insane. Like he'll run like 100 miles. And he'll just, he, his mental discipline is crazy. So I would just listen to different Marines talk about like their mental state of mind because i'm like i'm going into battle i'm gonna be fine like i'm just gonna fucking do it and but plus yeah i was like i'm getting an epidural as soon as i can right yeah so i'm not gonna have to labor for that long so i just need to mentally just listen to these people (laughs) i just constantly podcast youtube videos Uh, Mm -hmm. however that did not happen (laughs) (laughs) i thought i had researched everything i could research and I start getting contractions. I actually went to my chiropractor and she did some sort of movement that's supposed to start labor and I was full term, so it was fine. And like a couple hours later, sitting with our dad in my living room and I started kind of feeling some contractions and by a few hours later, I was getting them like five to seven minutes apart and it was hitting all the standards where you need to go in and I go in and I'm like barely I'm not like I don't even think I was dilating at that point and I was having back labor and um they did all these funky movements to try to move her because basically what I had the joy of experiencing was something called prodromal labor which is Mm. the baby is in the wrong position over the cervix so you're not dilating but you're experiencing the same level of contractions as you would in active labor, but you're not in active labor. So it was like a Wednesday and they told me, you might be experiencing this through a Sunday. And I was like, are you, are you fucking kidding me? Like I will schedule you to slice and dice me like this. The baby is not going to be doing this for that many days. So that's basically worst case scenario. Like all of your Marines. Yeah. Probably didn't prep you for that because you were expecting movement. Exactly. No one told me, oh, there might be a case where you're experiencing that pain and it's literally not doing anything and they won't admit you until you're in active labor, which I don't know how many or how dilated you have to be, but I certainly wasn't there by any means. So, oh my God. I mean, and this is so crazy. And the thing is too, like everyone's like, you just got to stay calm through labor and like ride the wave and just accept the pain. If someone tells you you're going to be in labor from Wednesday to Sunday, are you fucking kidding me? Like, that's the thing. It's like, I almost wish I was in a birthing center. Like you were amazing when you came down (coughs) and you like talked me through the contractions like, I handled mm. them so much better. And I'm like, mm. oh, my God. Like, Ange and Joy. Oh, so I don't know if we're supposed to say their names. Anyways, 
whatever, <laughs> fuck it. Our sisters, other sisters, told me, like, you should spend money on a doula, and these are all the reasons. I'm like, I'm not dropping money on that, and now I'm realizing why. Because mm. you really do need an advocate, and when you're in that much pain, mm. I don't think yeah. you advocate for yourself and yeah. someone to coach you through, because... <sighs> The nurses definitely lied to me. And that's something I don't know if you experienced, but I went in mm. f- three times prior to them admitting me. And the second time, <clears throat> they said they were going to give me pain meds. And then they lied. And they just gave me something to help me sleep. And then they also lied about, like, there was something they hooked me up to. And just someone, I think I said, like, oh, does that show, like, how strong my contractions are? And they're like, oh, no. And I was like hitting eight, nine, you know, at that point, which, which is, <clears throat> sorry, I don't know what's in my throat, but you know, when I was pushing this baby out, they hooked me up to the same thing and they're like, oh, a big one's coming. And I'm like, oh, you guys are fucking, because I think they're just, they didn't have the room. So they're just trying to avoid admitting me. Oh my God. So I'm pretty pissed about that still. <laughs> yeah. Cause... I remember that going on, but I didn't fully grasp everything yeah yeah i have I, wow. I have feelings about it i just was not prepared i just i remember the first time we went to the hospital you know i was feeling contractions but you know when they were happening i couldn't really talk through them but <clears throat> yeah around that i still i was like okay so i'm gonna look cute for the hospital and i did my hair and my makeup and then like each progressive time we went i just looked more like a swamp monster you know <laughs> Like, I just didn't give a shit anymore. I wish someone took a picture of me, like, every time I went. It was just this progression down to, like, oh, base humanity. It was so funny now that I think about it. But, yeah, it was 30 hours of labor basically at home before they admitted me. And then they just gave me all the drugs they could, basically, an epidural which is great, but I was pretty delusional because I only had a few hours sleep in like 40 hours, which is crazy. But something I didn't realize, I got the invoice for the bill and there was, um, well, I had a diagnosis I didn't know I had (laughs) because I know at a certain point they were like, we got, we got to get her out. We got to, we got to get the baby out now. And I'm thinking, well, why? You're telling me we're such a good pusher. Like it's three, two and a half hours in. You told me it could take up to five hours to push or six. Like yeah. we got some time, but they were like all panicking. And I knew I had a fever. So I had 102 fever when I was giving mm. birth. But mm-hmm. I don't even know how to pronounce what I had. But basically it's like an infection that can get to, to the baby and like can cause death. Oh my god. So that's why I had to stay an extra day. No one really explained <gasps> this. Nobody told you this? They're just like, oh, just because you had like a fever, we just want to make sure the baby's going to be okay, even though she's healthy. I'm like, I just don't know any un- other industry where they can just like openly lie about stuff or just not tell you fully the information and what's happening with your body. Dude. Isn't that just... Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's fucked. It's super fucked. So that was kind of my experience. But... Wow. I have to say, I know my recovery has been really good physically. So I might have had, like, a long labor experience. But I I feel bad listening about your recovery. Because mine... (laughs) My swollen pussy. (laughs) Yes, your swollen... (laughs) 
<laughs> my swollen, ravaged pussy. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, because I was like up and walking around and like feeling fine, and you know I've got friends who like can't run anymore, you know, because they might pee <laughs> oh. themselves or things like that. It's true. Oh my god! I avoided that this time. So good for you. Yeah. I actually, I actually can't do jumping jacks yeah like a certain way because i, I could see i don't that. know i don't know which kid did it one, one of them one of them i mean you, one of them you two every time i do that, that jump <laughs> yeah every time i do my jumping jacks i'm like oh those kids yeah <laughs> just eat my pants yeah eat my pants a little bit yeah things are nobody told me about that part either are you serious nobody nobody told yeah I just honestly, I think it's possibly just a resource issue because mm. I was the same way. Like any, I was reading all the books. <clears throat> yeah, I was just pre-internet and pre-app. That's so, the thing. <coughs> yeah, yeah. I, I I only had the information that I could like go to the library and get. Yeah. <coughs> we. I do remember. Well, okay, I take it back. I do remember Kegels. Like everybody talking about Kegels, but and I did those Kegels, but yeah. I don't know. Potentially, just the way the way you do it. I'm not sure. It's depending on how it happens. I'm not sure it's all the way avoidable unless you do a C-section. Yeah. So no, definitely. <clears throat> I always <clears throat> try to convince friends. Though, granted, I haven't done this, but if I was going to have those problems, have you heard of those metal balls that you stick up there and then you have to sure keep, have yeah yeah and you got to keep them in. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm like, I should just buy those for my pregnant friends and be like. Use these well later. You know that's actually a really good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, I will. Um, I'll comment on that because okay. I have some opinions. <laughs> you, okay, have you tried them? I've done, well, as someone who has trouble doing jumping jacks, yeah. I've done a lot of research okay. on this issue. Please and, tell um, me. <laughs> it's uh, potential. Well, it's partially for like potentially how you carry the baby when you're pregnant, oh, okay. and then how the birth is mm-hmm. because it's the pelvic floor muscles that yep. get like stretched out, and then they don't go back to where they were unless you use them, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the whole point of the balls. But yeah, I'm um, like, there's the, I've learned that there's these, well, these are the little apparatuses out there. Ooh, <coughs> apparatuses. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm intrigued. <laughs> it's like the balls. So it looks, yeah. uh, so it looks like a little vibrator, but okay. it goes, and it goes inside like the vibrator, but mm-hmm. like it, um, it pulsates for like a, a certain periods of time and like <laughs> just like a vibrator. But, but you're, yeah, how this is this different smart... from a vibrator so far? <laughs> it has a smart thing in it and a timer, mm-hmm. and then you clench down on it actively. Yeah. Rather than um, with the balls are you're standing, yeah. So they're like kind of pulling. There's gravity's involved, but mm-hmm. and there's less. You're less actively clenching. More like like would if the vibrator thing you're like intentionally clenching so it's like the balls plus kegels i guess yeah okay and um and then the whole point i guess like you mentioned is to like strengthen all that the pelvic wall and Mm -hmm. all of that and then they say that if you can bring it all back then you're like there's other bonuses too like better orgasms and more feeling and all that which i don't know maybe it's true so yeah if someone had told me about that i would have had one of those like 30 years ago. Yeah, no kidding. Like something I did that I'm years. very glad I did is I got like a waist trainer, but I like a post-pregnancy one that you can do mm. if you have a C-section or a vaginal birth. Now that thing, really, it helps tighten the muscles back up. Like I only used it for like two or three weeks, but 
It's like, I should buy that for every person I know that's pregnant too. Because there's things post-birth that unless you do lots of research, I mean, you're just so focused on the baby, you're not going to, I don't know, buy those things or think about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Which, I like that idea. I know you can also bind your hips. I did not do that. <clears throat> and I'm huh. very glad I didn't. I will say, my body is generally back to normal. I, I tell my husband it's more lived in. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> We're fine with that. I mean, created life. So it's all good. But what I really like is I got some huge ass hips out of this thing. So my body is way more proportional now than it was. And I'm loving it. <laughs> so it's so awesome. awesome. So just, I, I just thought you go back to normal. But unless you bind your hips, they do not go back to normal. But that's fine. Because uh. you've got so much relaxing, like that hormone that's produced in your body. And I would go to the chiropractor. Oh, third trimester. It was in so much pain. I couldn't sleep. My joints and my hips hurt so bad all the time. I would take like five showers a day because the hot water would be the only thing that would help. But she was like, you've got wow. so much relaxing in your body. But yeah, I think that's why my hips just whoosh, spread out like Kim K. Wow. But it's fine. I'm working Crazy. it. Yeah. So now you're like, Kim K, like, J-Lo, like, yeah. which one is it? Which Kardashian are you? <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I don't have the fake ass. <laughs> My ass has kind of <laughs> deflated, so I got to work on that. <laughs> it's a little bizarre. But I was always a little top heavy, so now I'm just a little, as a friend said, Coke bottle. I'm more of a Coke bottle now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. With def- that's a nice bonus. Yeah, with a deflated ass. So, you know. <laughs> You just keep setting on it. It'll get there. Yeah. Well, the problem is after you have a kid, like, I feel like I'm just attached to the couch, you know? At least now I go to work, but I'm still sitting. I don't know. (sighs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. Now, when you gave birth to your first, were you in Hawaii then? (laughs) Yep. And you didn't have any family around? No. How did you handle that? It was hard yeah it was hard um I don't know I think I was when I was that age I mean I think I was just this I treated a lot of things like this I kind of just went into them and didn't because I didn't know any better and I was like well I got this (laughs) so I mean I'm so I'm like okay this is how it is you know I'm in Hawaii uh 19 Mm -hmm. uh so and it was hard because or not 19, I was 20, but um, yeah, it was just, it was hard because she, she cried a lot for a while mm-hmm. and it was hard to figure out what it was that she needed. Yeah. So <clears throat> we lived in this, like a, a courtyard. Mm-hmm. It was like a, a horseshoe shaped I remember courtyard it, of I think. townhouse. Yeah. Yeah. And after, you know, holding and changing and feeding and feeding again and rocking and walking up and down the hallway and going outside and coming back in and get in the car like you try mm-hmm. all the things um I remember I was I just went outside and just kind of pa- walked paced around the courtyard at night <coughs> the, excuse me. and one of the one of the neighbors was a boss of her dad mm-hmm. and he was super sweet actually he was he was he came off as this really intense he was this big muscular black man and with like a loud voice and he was married to this tiny asian woman and he was the boss at work and he was really intense like he he uh, i heard stories about him a lot he like you know he'll 
was blunt, mm-hmm. he was direct, uh, he was fair, but he like sometimes he loses temper, but he was a good guy, you know. Mm-hmm. And he came out and he's he could tell I was struggling and he was like, Hey, if you need anything, just let me know. I can it's okay, like you're just, you're doing it. sometimes I just gotta cry. And it was Aww. the nicest thing to hear that when you're in that moment of being a new mom and like not knowing what else to do and ho- you it's frustrating and it's hard and you can't just put her down. Like mm-hmm. so that was super helpful but yeah it was yeah it was it was hard in the sense that um you know if you just if I just needed to go somewhere like I had to had to like make friends with the neighbor Mm -hmm. or find a babysitter yeah so that was weird but um I mean I guess it's oh you've got you've got some family in town but you don't have all of your family yeah i've got my husband's family who are amazing and saints and anytime i need them to basically babysit for a date night or for us to go in the office granted it's their family business that i work at with my husband too so we all kind of win um but no it's i mean i can't imagine not having that because right now my daughter is not sleeping consistently during the day at all. She just mm. ten or fifteen minute cat naps, and you're like, no I can't. Way. yeah, that's it. I'm like, I can't get anything done. I'm losing my mind. Um, oh, <laughs> so that's why going back to work has been a little nice. Because I can't, Ugh. I can't work. If she would sleep, you know, a couple hours a yeah. day, I could get work done. Um, but no, they've been saints. It, it has been. A little hard though not having family in town you know like your own like who you're used to like growing up with but mm-hmm. that I think that will shift in the future I think but yeah yeah I mean I'm so lucky to have that resource because I know a lot of people don't and then yeah trying to find a babysitter you know or like if you're gonna take the kid to the grocery store sometimes it's like Russian roulette I don't know yeah. how this is gonna go could go well <laughs> could be screaming their heads off I don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to go to uh, an eye appointment with with oh, the baby. God. Like, I think I went to the dentist with the baby once. Yeah, I had to cancel like, that appointment because I'm like, I'm not oh. doing this. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that stuff is hard. It is that's hard. the hard stuff. That's the, those are the little things that you don't think about. I mean, you do, but you don't really get it until you're in in that position is there an age where you feel a little more mobile with your kids Mm, that's a good question yeah well yeah i i guess it i mean yeah i guess it progresses i remember feeling at one year one year to 15 months like when when she was starting to walk Mm -hmm. i could I could go into a store without a stroller and have her in my arms and she would hold on to me. Yeah. Aww. And yeah. Um, and I could set her down if I needed to. Yeah. I can hold her hand. Mm-hmm. That was, that was so much easier than like, yeah, you know, the alternative, yeah. like to get a stroller <laughs> on, you have to have all this gear and you still have to have a lot of gear, but mm-hmm. you're not as tied down. So yeah. And then it, you know, it progresses, but I do remember that feeling of, you're taking like you take so much with you mm-hmm. and and they're so helpless yeah it just it slows everything down oh big time yeah everything takes three times as long <laughs> yeah oh my <laughs> gosh which can be really maddening 
Luckily, my Takes- husband is a saint and very <laughs> calm, unlike me. I just start to freak out. Why is this not going my way? Um, <laughs> yeah, it does. I, I remember, like, for the holidays, we, we cooked and we went over to his family's house and, like, try. literally from the moment we woke up at 7.30 until, like, 2 p.m., we were just like trading off with her like okay you take her now and i'm gonna cook this thing or i'm gonna bake this and it was like it did take like three or four times longer to get anything <laughs> yeah. done yeah 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 that's a strange that's a strange transition <clears throat> getting used to that like i don't know if you ever really i guess you kind of get used to it i don't know maybe you just feel more capable too maybe. after a while yeah like i remember that feeling too especially the second time around at least having that <clears throat> knowing how to <clears throat> what to expect and how to anticipate and yeah it just takes some yeah takes some time god forbid like, and then just like i remember those moments too like like you're going to a barbecue and mm-hmm. you get there and one of one of you didn't grab the baby bag <laughs> or one of you didn't check it to see <laughs> if there's enough diapers in it and you're like Fuck. oh oh i've got a good story about this about <laughs> me as a newbie parent so uh-huh. we had her first checkup and it was like 20 minutes away you know it was gonna be quick i'm like yeah we don't we don't need much right so i'm just gonna leave. <laughs> I, I think i like i don't think I, I think i like left the diaper bag in the car i'm like this is gonna be quick what are, you, what are you talking about? But actually, they forgot us, and we waited 40 minutes. <gasps> and then, like, yeah, oh, like, no. she needed, like, two diaper changes. She needed food. You know, luckily, it's a pediatrician, so they had it all. But I was like, oh, could I look like a worse parent right now? <laughs> I just convinced my husband. I'm like, no. Like, this is my type A thing. I'm like, it's this uh-huh. far away, and the appointment will be this long. This far <laughs> to go back home, we're fine. Like, you had it all figured out. Yeah, she was on like a more of a schedule then, unlike now, and it's yeah. like, we're fine, we're good, we just gotta keep this rolling. And then it was like, oh, nope, I gotta bring everything everywhere. That's what I learned. <laughs> <But it's, laughs> yeah. Yep, you know what? Now that you say that, I think I'm pretty sure I did something like that early on too. Like, you just didn't bring the bag. Yeah, it's just like, so, yeah, it's quick, it's fine, whatever. Yeah. Like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anything could happen. Yeah. Yeah. I re- do remember I, very vaguely, like, I had to borrow, like, when you have to borrow diapers from somebody. Or, you feel horrible. You feel like the yeah. shittiest parent on the planet. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. When really it's just like you have 50 things you have to be, have prepared to leave the home. Mm-hmm. And you forgot to check the 49th thing. Exactly. <laughs> While while you're getting them dressed and making sure that they're ready and you have all of you have your socks matched mm-hmm. and whatever. Like I don't know. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to that year mark then. That <laughs> should be easier. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's yeah, when they and it's I think by that time too, you start discovering their personality. And to me that's when like the bonding really happened. Mm. Because then they then she became more than just a fleshy blob, <laughs> and I became more than a milk sack. Yes, and we were, <laughs> I love that analogy. We were, <laughs> and we were interacting, mm-hmm. and she would smile and do those cute little things. And yeah, like you had you started to develop a routine, or mm-hmm. you know, and that's when it gets cool. Yeah, 
I'm looking. That's what it's like. Okay, cool. It's worth it. And you feel like a mom. <laughs> yeah, because sometimes I don't feel like a mom. It's weird. Yeah. Even though, even the times when I, you know, before I headed back to work and I'm full time with her and I'm like, I feel like a total imposter. <laughs> like, I don't feel like a mom, mm. even though it's like, I remember her coming out like a fee and I remember her kicking <laughs> as she's yeah. coming into life. And it's still like, oh yeah, I totally feel like an imposter. And then there's times that hit, hit me and I like look at her. I'm like, oh yeah, I am your mom. And there's other times... You just kind of like go through the motions. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's good to hear because I've been feeling like that recently. I have to remind myself, oh my gosh, that's my kid. Like, Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't until we really started talking about that. I, I remember that feeling too. Like I was like, you know, so not that long before you get pregnant and have a child, mm-hmm. like you're like we said before, like you're out doing your thing. Yeah. And it's weird that transition to getting to that place where you feel like a mom mm-hmm. and that person that you were before all of that happened. Totally. And then like, yeah, it's like a different part of your personality that wasn't there before is all of a sudden there. Mm-hmm. It's, it takes, yeah, maybe it's like you kind of grow with the baby in that regard. At least I did. Yeah. And I think that's honestly what made it not easier the second time around, but, um, I definitely felt more capable because I'm like, it wasn't, it wasn't scary. Mm -hmm. And, um, I already knew I could be a mom or I was a mom. Yeah. Like I could do it. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. That gives me some hope. I mean, I've come out of the dark place, you know, but it's still nice to hear. Mm hmm. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Yeah. And the shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh my gosh, yes. There was something else I was going to say about motherhood, but now it's totally escaped me. So, you know, is what it is. <laughs> it's also the mom brain. It's like, oh my gosh. As you said, yeah. you remember 49 things and you forget the 50th or, you know, whatever. Yeah. It just happens all the so, time. Is she in the other end of the house right now? Uh, Josiah. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I'm supposed to say his name. Fuck it. Josiah, my husband. Because <laughs> I'm not good at not saying names. Um, yeah, I think he he probably put her to bed by now, but he was playing Witcher and she was in his lap. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. That's great. Yeah. She's a, what a good dad. Oh, I'd be dead without him. <laughs> I just don't know how he's the same. So. Yeah. She's a lucky kid. Oh, big time. Big time lucky kid. Mm. Yeah. How's your drink well, Drink coming along? Yeah, it's... My, I guess we didn't talk about that at the beginning. No. I'm, I'm drinking a, a Telemore Dew on the rocks, and now it's down to pebbles. <laughs> pebbles. And it's... But you know, I like it when it melts down, too. I, do. I like it all the way through. I do, too. I uh, <clears throat> had the unfortunate circumstance of having no gin in the house. We went to, <gasps> I know, I know, I know. It's a sin. It's like, <sighs> uh, anyways, deep breath. So what happened <laughs> briefly, and then we'll move on. But Christmas Eve, I brought, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not drinking wine on Christmas Eve. I'm going to bring gin. I'm going to make martinis. But other people, they just brought Bud Light and crown royale Mm. and i said no 
So huh. so I shared my Tanqueray with them, and I didn't replenish, mm-hmm. so I had vodka. Oh, God. Vodka martinis <laughs> are not my thing. Sorry, Kettle. Yeah. Sorry, Kettle One. You guys suck balls. I mean, this is not the same. So next podcast we do, I will have gin. I didn't even have olives. I'd finished my olives. I mean, I really was not prepared. So. Wow. Well, you are dealing with a few things, and I mean, <laughs> yeah. props to you for a having alcohol in the house, yep. and then making do with what you've got. You got to do what you got to do. I mean, alcohol yeah. does help. In moderation to keep your sanity. <laughs> yes. 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 It does. Yeah. And I agree with you on the martini. I've tried. Mm. I want. I would love to prefer, to enjoy a vodka martini. Mm. And I do, but it, I agree. It's It doesn't hold a candle to a gin martini. I There's agree. There's something about it. But you've had uh, Dadam. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say her name. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I, I just call her fill in the blank. And our stepmother, that feels so weird. You've had their mm-hmm. uh, Vespers before. I don't know that I have. <gasps> half. How would you describe something like that? Half gin, half, half uh, vodka, and then yeah. got a little extra something something in there. You haven't... Oh, okay. That could be the happy mm. medium for you. Mm. So I'll send you a recipe. Please do. I'm going to have to try that. Maybe I'll have to try that next time. Yeah. Yeah, next time we'll also introduce our drinks. We are just so nervous for this podcast this yeah. time around. We're just breaking the ice. First timers, yep. virgins, yep. you know, just got to p- pound through. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Like you do. Like you do. Kind of like it did, just like she did through my vagina. Yes, just pounded <laughs> right through. <laughs> just pounded through. Oh, God. <laughs> yep. <laughs> God bless your vagina. Yep. I salute yes. her. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and she salutes yours back. Oh, well, you know, she had help. She was medicated. It goes a little easier. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I think, um, I feel like we've hit on a lot of really good shit. I'm just going to keep using the yeah, word shit. Yeah, I appreciate the all of your usage of shit, this podcast. <laughs> I really have. I think we've touched touched on a lot of good shit. I agree. I think a lot of good shit that nobody talks about, and I honestly really wish they did. I wish they would too, because it'd make me feel like a better mother. <laughs> yes. Yes. Like that. La- I uh, yeah. That that Lamaze class that I went to. I keep touch. I like with for emphasis. Keep yeah. touching the table and I um, <laughs> just pat on the table. <laughs> that Lamaze class. That's- that fucking Lamaze class, like they they set me up for they set me up the birth kind of. Yeah. Nobody told me about the shit. Yeah. And but like nobody tells you like, I mean they talk about postpartum blues mm-hmm. and but even that was still kind of an enigma. And like yeah. nobody like if I could have gone to a Lamaze support group where people could talk about things like this, it would have been so much easier. Mm-hmm. I would have felt so much less crazy. Yeah, you do feel crazy, and sometimes. I don't know if you feel this way. Yes. Lonely is huge. And even if you talk mm. to your mom friends, but they're out of that stage, it's not the same thing mm. as talking to people who are in that same stage or recently just like moved out of it. Because I think yeah. you kind of get rose colored glasses later. Yep. And it's just yeah. rosy from there on out. So, or a little bit yeah. more rosy than it was. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree. <sighs> 
Well, I appreciated that you wanted to talk about this for our first podcast because I was that was my gut instinct. But then I'm like, oh, that's I was like, is that just too female and girly? But then you said we would mm-hmm. tackle it like bros, and then I knew it was the right thing to do. So <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. No, it's actually good for me too because I have not talked like at as. As you, mm-hmm. I have not talked to that many people who feel that way, and I feel like they're liars too. That's what we've discovered. Fifty like percent liars. Yep, lots of liars yeah, out there. Yeah, fifty percent of you fucking lied to us all, and you feel the same <laughs> yep. way we do. You just don't have the balls yep. to say it. So, all you bitches out there walking around with that fake ass smile on yeah. your face, feeling like the best mother in the world. Mm-mm. Fuck you. Yeah, fifty yeah. percent of you at Target, middle finger right now. <laughs> <laughs> liars. As I see you. Because I'm still that target mom. Yeah, I see you, 50% of you. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Well, th- well that was good. this has been a good podcast, I would say. I appreciate it. I think so, too. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. And in the future, we're going to be talking about weird conspiracies and going to deep dive into some weird shit. But birth is weird shit, so. It is. It is bizarre yeah. shit. It really is. So yeah, I agree. It's a it's a good way to start out. Cool. Yeah. Well. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Till next we, time. Suppose we need. Yeah, we'll figure out an outro. I know. I don't know what that is. Yeah. I was gonna do an intro because I don't. I don't know. I'm I'm big into. I was gonna say like the bitches back because I love Elton John. You know. Yeah. And my father. I like my father in law said that's my song basically, and I can't disagree with them. So. <laughs> the the bitches will be back next time. You know.